given your expertise on the Chinese people, and obviously as an American, your expertise of America and our national defense establishment, is there anything that gives you confidence that America can muster the will and has the capability to ultimately fend off China as a rival? That's an excellent question. Everybody tells me that uh, I should be more pessimistic, that the the friends of China, what I call the cheerleaders for China, are too strong, too well entrenched, and they know if someone like me comes along, they just have to demonize that person or try to undercut their arguments. That's why the book has 70 pages of footnotes. I'm trying to show the actual documents. But I'm slightly pessimistic, I would say, that our country historically wakes up with a Pearl Harbor attack or some kind of you know huge disaster takes place. Then in the past, we've always had years to get ready, to mobilize, uh, and we had the resilience that could withstand a strong first attack. The Chinese know this. They've actually told me this. So their approach is long-term, slow, and not to seek confrontation or to provoke the rise of the China threat theory. One of the greatest fears is that there will be a rise of a China threat theory group inside the United States. And so far, they've been quite subtle in uh, punishing their critics and uh, nurturing and even rewarding their friends. So I'm a little bit pessimistic. You've sort of hinted at a few steps that America can take just to start assessing the level of the threat from a China, including doing what the Chinese themselves do, which is measuring their strength versus other nations. Give Americans and our listeners, say, three reforms or measures that the government can take that will help to start to turn the tide against the Chinese. Well, there's one set of reforms out of the three I could list that's the most important. You'll notice there are issues like tax reform in our Congress. And everybody kind of agrees we should have tax reform. But what you end up (laughs) with is 10 different plans and an unwillingness of senators of both parties to actually cooperate and pass tax reform. Tax reform is, and there's several other similar issues. That's what slows our growth down. That's why we have 2.5% growth instead of 7 or 8% growth. In fact, it's considered wonderful. I heard Jeb Bush make a speech last week. He thinks it would be great if we could just get to 4%, which most people say probably is impossible. So our own competitiveness is the area where we need to get results, and not just people making speeches about competitiveness, but actually having a formula that gets implemented. That's the most important thing. The second set of measures I recommend is we've got to have an inventory of just how much we're helping the Chinese and what leverage we have with them. My fear is our leverage is mostly gone. We've transferred about as much science and technology and export techniques. We've set up business schools in China where we teach them all of our precious techniques of venture capitalism. Uh, we've, we've been pretty much squeezed by the Chinese for 30 years. So our leverage is declining. But anything we can do to find out what leverage we have left, I strongly advocate. The third area is our own understanding of Chinese strategy. That's why I wrote this book. That's why I try to focus on the 100-year marathon. We've got to understand and give them credit, even admiration, 
for just how well they have played our system. <laughs> that in many ways is the hardest, just to recognize the problem of Chinese competitiveness before it's too late.